Chapter 11 Sai as Sagun Brahma Dr Pandit's worship Haji Siddiq Falke control over the elements Let us now in this chapter describe the manifested Sagun Brahma Sai as to how he was worshiped and how he controlled the elements Sai as Sagun Brahma There are two aspects of God or Brahma the unmanifested nirgun and the manifested shagun the nirgun is formless while the shagun is with form though both denote the same brahma some prefer to worship the former some the latter as stated in the gita the worship of the latter is easy and preferable as man has got a form body senses etc It is natural and easy for him to worship the god with form. Our love and devotion do not develop unless we worship Shagun Brahma for a certain period of time and as we advance it leads us to the worship or meditation of Nirgun Brahma. So let us start with Shagun Brahma. Image altar, fire, light, sun, water, Brahma. are the seven objects of worship but satguru is better than all these let us on this occasion bring to our mind the form of sai who was non attachment incarnate and who was a resting place for his devotees our faith in his words is the asan and our sankalpa determination to accomplish the puja is the abandonment of all our desires Some say that Sai was a Bhagavad Gita devotee of the Lord. Others say he was a Mahabhakt, a great devotee. But to us he is God incarnate. He was ever forgiving, never irritable, straight, soft, tolerant and content beyond comparison. Though he looked embodied as having the form, he was really disembodied, emotionless, unattached and internally free. The Ganges on its way to the sea cools and refreshes the creatures affected with heat gives life to the crops and trees and quenches the thirst of many similarly saints souls like sai while they live their own give solace and comfort to all lord krishna has said that the saint is my soul my living image i am he or he is my pure form that is the being this is indescribable shakti or power of god known as pure existence knowledge and bliss incarnated in the form of sai in shruti the shruti that is the tantriya upanishad describes brahma as pure bliss this we read or hear daily in the books but the devout people experience this brahma or bliss in shruti Baba the support of all required no prop or asan from anybody he always used a piece of sackcloth for his seat which was covered with a small mattress by his bhaktas and had a bolster placed by them rest as his back baba respected the feelings of his devotees and allowed them to worship him as they liked some waved chamar or fans before him some placed on instruments some washed his hands and feet some others applied scent and chandan 
Some gave betel nut with leaves and some others offered naivedya. Though he looked like living in Shirdi, he was present everywhere. This all-pervasiveness of his was daily experienced by his devotees, a humble prostration to all-pervasive Satguru. Dr. Pandit's Worship One Dr. Pandit, a friend of Tatya Sahib Nulkar, once came to Shirdi for Baba's darshan. After saluting Baba, he sat in the masjid for some time. Baba asked him to go to Dadabad Kelka. He went to Dadabad by whom he was well received. Then Dadabad left his house for puja and Dr. Pandit accompanied him. Dadabad worshipped Baba. Nobody until then dared to apply sandal paste to Baba's forehead. Only Mahal Sapati used to apply it to his neck. But this simple-hearted Dr. Pandit took Dadabad's dish containing puja materials and taking sandal paste out of it drew a tripun that is three horizontal lines on Baba's forehead. To the surprise of all Baba kept silent not uttering a single word. Then Dadabad that evening asked Baba, how is it that though you object to the sandal paste being applied by others to your forehead you allowed Dr. Pandit to do so? Baba replied, that Dr. Pandit believed him to be the same as his Guru, Raghunath Maharaj of Dhopeshwar, known as Kaka Puranik, and he applied the paste to his forehead as he was doing to his Guru. Hence, he could not object. On inquiry, Dr. Pandit told Dadabad that he took Baba as his Guru, Kaka Puranik, and realized him as the same. Hence, he marked the Tripun on Baba's forehead as he did on his Gurus. Though Baba allowed the devotee to worship him as they pleased, still sometimes he acted in a strange way. Sometimes he threw away the puja dish and was wroth incarnate. Then who could approach him? Sometimes he scolded the devotees. At times he looked softer than wax, a statue of peace and forgiveness. Though he seemed to shake with anger and his red eyes rolled round, still he was internally an ocean of affection and motherly love. He would call out his devotees and say that he never knew when he was ever angry with them. If it was possible that mothers could kick their children and the sea turn back the river, he too could neglect the devotees' welfare that he, the slave of his devotees, always stood by them and responded to them whenever they called upon him and that he always longed for their love. Haji Siddiq Falke There was no knowing as to when Baba would accept a devotee. That depended on his will. Siddiq Falke's story is to the point. One Mohammedan gentleman by name Siddiq Falke of Kalyan, after making pilgrimage to Mecca and Medina, came to Shirdi. He lived in the Chavadi facing north and sat in the open courtyard of the masjid. For nine months Baba ignored him and did not allow him to step into the masjid. Falke felt disconsolate and did not know what to do. Somebody advised him not to be disappointed but to try to approach Baba through Shama, Madhav Rao Deshpande, a close and intimate devotee of Baba. He told him 
that as they approach the Lord Shiva through his servant and devotee Nandi, so should Baba be approached through Shama. Falke liked the idea and implored Shama to intercede for him. Shama agreed and on a convenient occasion spoke to Baba about him thus, Baba, why don't you allow the old Haji to step into the masjid while so many persons freely come and go after taking your darshan? Why not bless him once? Baba replied, Shama, you are immature to understand things. If the fakir, that is Allah, does not allow, what can I do? Without his grace, who will climb into the masjid? Well, go to him and ask him whether he will come to the narrow footpath near the Barvi well. Shama went and returned with an affirmative answer. Again Baba said to Shama, ask him whether he is willing to pay me the sum of 40,000 rupees in four installments. Shama returned and with the answer that he was willing to pay even 40 lakhs. Again Baba said to Shama, we are going to cut a goat in the masjid so ask him whether he would like to have its meat, haunch or testicles of the goat. Shama returned with the answer that the Haji would be happy to receive a small crumb from Baba's kolamba, that is the mud pot. Hearing this, Baba got excited and with his hands threw away the earthen jars and kolamba and straight away advanced to the Haji and lifting his kafni up in arms said, Why do you brag and pose yourself as an old Haji? Do you read Quran like this? You are proud of your pilgrimage to Mecca, but you do not know me. Being thus scolded, the Haji was confounded. Baba then went back to the masjid, purchased a basket of mangoes and sent them to the Haji. Then again, Baba went to the Haji and taking out 55 rupees from his pocket, gave them in the Haji's hands. Thereafter, Baba loved the Haji invited him for meals and the Haji thereafter came into the masjid whenever he liked. Baba gave him at times some rupees and thus the Haji was enrolled in Baba's darbar. Baba's control over the elements. We shall close this chapter after describing two incidents showing Baba's control over the elements. Once at evening time, there was a terrible storm at Shirdi. The sky was overcast with thick black clouds. Winds began to blow with great force. Clouds roared and lightning began to flash and rains started pouring in torrents. In a short time, the whole place was flooded with water. All creatures, birds, beasts and men got terribly frightened and they all flocked to the masjid for shelter. There are many local deities in Shirdi, but none of them came to their rescue. So they all prayed to Baba, their God, who was fond of their devotion to intercede and quell the storm. Baba was much moved. He came out and standing at the edge of the masjid, addressed the storm in a low and thunderous voice. Stop, stop your fury and be calm. In a few moments, the rains subsided, the winds ceased to blow, and the storm came to a stop. Then the moon rose in the sky and people went back home well pleased. 
On another occasion, at noon, the fire in the duni began to burn brightly. Its flames were seen to be reaching the rafters above. The people who were sitting in the masjid did not know what to do. They dare not to ask Baba to pour water or do anything to quench the flames. But Baba soon came to realize what was happening. He took up his satka, that is his short stick, and dashed it against a pillar in front saying, Get down, be calm. At each stroke of the satka, the flames began to slow down and in a few minutes, the duni became calm and normal. This is our Sai, an incarnation of God. He will bless any man who will prostrate and surrender himself to him. He who will read the stories of this chapter daily with faith and devotion will soon be free from all calamities. Not only this, but always attached and devoted to Sai, he will get very soon God vision. All his desires will be fulfilled and being ultimately desireless, he will attain the Supreme. Amen. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all.